What's up, everybody? We're here to go over UFC Vegas 81, uh, Sadiq Yusuf taking on Edson Barboza. Um, but real quick, man, we don't have any results to go over because obviously we're coming off of the week off. So, uh, you yeah, know, nothing to talk about there. But please like and subscribe, man. It would really help me out a lot. And thank you to all the new subscribers. I picked up quite a few over the break. Um, and I really do appreciate all you guys. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, what I do is I go through, if you're new to the channel, I go through and give out all my picks, and at the end of the video, I give out my bets and my parlays. Um, I give them out for free. I don't charge anybody for anything like some of the other channels do. Um, and, uh, and if you're not interested in, in watching my videos, you just want to see my picks and my bets, you can go to my social medias. Um, Instagram and TikTok are both high kick underscore fight picks. And then there's a group on Facebook, high kick fight picks on uh, Facebook, easy to find. And um, and also this show is available on Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, uh, all your major streaming services as well. Uh, if you if you're interested in in checking that out, so I know the videos are better, but just in case. Uh, so yeah, man. Uh, unfortunately, like uh, if y'all been watching the channel, you already know it's like a it's like I have a curse or something, man. Because I'll, I'll pretty much. Almost every damn week, there's a fight that I put money on that that ends up getting canceled or whatever. It happens to me all the time, and uh, they just added this Chris Gutierrez versus Alatang Haley uh, to this cards, and I had a play on Montel Jackson um, over Chris Gutierrez for this weekend, so that fight got canceled. Uh, unfortunately, that was a one unit play, but what can you do, man? So, <clears throat> but yeah, I just had to had to go through and, and do the notes on, on this fight real quick before I started the video. I was going to do this yesterday, but had to make some last minute changes or whatever. But, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get into this card, man. We, we lost Terrence McKinney versus Chris Duncan. Unfortunately, that'd have been a good fight. Uh, Alatong Haley was supposed to take on Ronnie Yaya and, uh, David Dvorak versus, uh, Tetsuro Tiara that got canceled. Unfortunately, that was another one that I was going to have money on Tiara there. Uh, I don't know why it's still, they still have that fight listed. The betting line's up on, on, uh, Bovada. Maybe they just haven't got around to taking it off yet, but yeah, it says here the fight's canceled. So but yeah, man, let's get into this card. First up, we got Chris Gutierrez taking, taking on Alatang Haley and Chris Gutierrez is 32 years old, five, nine with a 67 inch reach. He is 19, four, 19, four and two and seven, two and one in the UFC. And uh, this is they don't have lines up for this yet, so I'm pretty sure Chris Gutierrez is going to wind up being the favorite, but uh, they don't have them up yet because they just announced this fight today or yesterday. Um, but yeah, this is a pretty good matchmaking, man. I'm a big fan of Chris's. Um, I just went over Chris, you know, in my last video, so forgive me if I'm saying a lot of the same stuff. But uh, you know, Chris's um, Chris's best win, you know, was over Frankie Edgar, but that was a Frankie Edgar at the end of his career, you know, who probably should have retired already. And, you know, looking at the rest of his record, all of his other wins have been over guys who have been cut from the UFC and stuff. And I don't know, that just, I didn't really realize that going into his last fight with Pedro Munoz. You know, I, I took Chris to win that fight. And uh, Pedro Munoz definitely showed that he's, he's, uh, he's uh, you know, a veteran and been around and fought the tougher competition. So there's always that to think about. Uh, but, you know, there... 
I guess, you know, but besides that, man, he's looked really good in most of his fights. Um, you know, his leg kicks are one of his best weapons. You know, he's finished guys with leg kicks. Um, he has great striking. He's constantly changing angles and stances and does a really good job of feigning to bring out the reaction of his opponents so he can set up his strikes. Uh, and pretty good footwork, nice head movement. Um, he has nine wins by knockout, one win by submission. Uh, very well-rounded. Uh, we have seen him out-grappled a couple times, like in the uh, Cody Durden fight. Uh, he kind of got out-grappled out in that a little bit, but it ended up being a draw, I think. Um, but yeah, man, I don't think he's going to have to worry about that in this matchup. Uh, Alateng Haley typically just kind of keeps it on the feet and likes to likes to strike, so I don't think he's going to have to worry about that too much in this fight. And he's taking on Alateng Haley. He is six, uh, 31 years old, 5'5", five, five with a 66.5-inch reach. He is 16, 8, and 2, and 4, 1, and 1 in the UFC. And he's got five wins by knockout, three wins by submission. Uh, his only loss in the UFC was to Casey Kenny, who I consider to be a pretty good fighter. And uh, he did go to a draw with Gustavo Lopez, who didn't make it in the UFC, so I guess that's not a good look. Um, yeah, he's kind of a short, stocky guy, very powerful. Um, I guess the best win would be the, the last one he had over Chad Ellinger. Um, even though Chad only had a couple fights in the UFC, but as far as uh, his, his wins, I would say that's his best one so far. Um, he has nice boxing. He stayed very patient in his last fight. He didn't rush it or waste any energy. Um, I would like to see him throw some more kicks because he didn't throw very many at all his last time out. And also, I did notice that he wasn't checking the leg kicks last time out, and that's something he's not going to be able to do against Chris Gutierrez. He'd be in big trouble there. Um I think if he's smart, he would probably want to try and, and, and grapple Chris, even though that's not typically how Alatang fights. Um, I do think the footwork of Chris and the leg kicks are probably going to give Alatang you know, a lot of trouble in this fight. Um, uh, Haley may have the power advantage, but I think Chris is the more technical striker, and I'm going to be taking Chris to win by decision because Alatang Haley is very tough. Um, but you never know what could happen. But this is definitely... Chris Gutierrez was preparing for Montel Jackson, who is a... Uh, a very very tough you know fighter, and uh, I think I think Chris Gutierrez is going to be a is going to be a little bit more talented fighter out of these two. So uh, taking him to win by decision. Next up, we got Tanara Lesboa taking on Ravina Oliveira, and uh, Lesboa is thirty two years old, five seven with a sixty seven inch reach. She is 6-2 and two and 1-0 and oh in the UFC, and she's a minus 350 favorite. Uh, it's kind of crazy. So all of her wins have been by finish, 3 by knockout, 3 by submission. She has a Muay Thai background, uh, and she apparently fought uh, Valentina Shevchenko in a Muay Thai match back in like 2010 and lost it by decision. Uh, interesting fact. But uh, obviously, you know, she's a very good striker, very powerful, uh, great counter-striking, throws real nice, fast combinations. Uh, coming off a win in her UFC debut over Jessica Rose Clark, where... You know, she didn't really have any trouble in that fight at all, man. She fought well in the clinch, uh, good knees in close, her takedown defense held up, uh, even got some takedowns of her own, some, th some like, a, you know, some throws and stuff like that. Um, she's going to have a, a height and reach advantage in this fight. Uh, she's very accurate with her strikes. She looked real good against, you know, a UFC veteran her last time out. She rocked Jessica several times and, and then ended up getting the submission, uh, which is, you know, good for good to see that out of a Muay Thai, you know, fighter pretty much. Uh, she looked way more skilled and way more experienced than her record indicates. Uh, she showed really good balance with her takedown defense. And, uh, yeah, man, so I'm uh, looking, looking forward to this one. Sorry, I can't talk today. Uh, she's taking on Ravina Oliveira. Uh, she's 26 years old, 5'5". We don't have a reach on her yet. 
Um, I do. I'm pretty sure that from the two inch height advantage that Lesboa has, she's probably going to have a reach advantage as well by at least an inch. Um, and Oliveira seven one and one, and this is going to be her UFC debut, and she's a plus two seventy five underdog. <clears throat> so, you know, first off, I really like that that name Ravina. That's a cool name. Uh, second, all of her wins have been by finish as well. Uh, six by knockout, one by submission, and her only loss was by way of submission. Um, so hard to find a lot of tape on her, man. You know, you, you have more luck if you search um, uh, Ravina Kenyodi, I guess is how you would say it. It's K-E-N-O-U-D-Y. I guess maybe she got married or something, but that that's the name that I was able to find more fights of of hers with um, and, and other than Oliveira because I guess, I don't know, she must have just got married or something, but... Um, fights well in the clinch. Oh yeah. You can find those on YouTube. Uh, there wasn't anything on fight pass. Um, mostly everything was on YouTube that I could find on her and it was just a few fights. So, uh, fights well in the clinch. I can tell she's a kind of Muay Thai background as well. Uh, hard to say much based on the limited amount of tape that I could find on her does seem to be a decent fighter, but she hasn't faced any good competition yet at all. Uh, she is very powerful. You know, some of her striking looked kind of sloppy to me. Um, but she, she didn't seem to be anywhere near as polished of a striker as Lesboa is. So aside from having a puncher's chance, I don't I don't think she's going to have any advantages in this fight from what I've seen. Um, but then again, like I'm not super confident in that because I I was only able to find a couple of her fights and I wasn't able to find like her most recent fight. Uh, so it's hard for me to say that that that's a for sure thing. But I'm pretty sure by what I've seen that Lesboa is going to be the more talented striker here and the more talented grappler. Um, but I'm going to be taking Lesboa to win by round three submission. Uh, yeah, man, I think it's going to look a lot like Lesboa's last fight, man. She's going to wear on her and eventually hurt her with the hands and then get her down and, and get a choke. Next up, we got Darren Elkins taking on TJ Brown. And uh, it's going to be an interesting fight. <clears throat> still haven't, still struggling with my decision on this one. Uh, Darren Elkins is 39 years old, 5'10", with a 71-inch reach. He is 27-11 and 11 and 17-10 and 10 in the UFC. He's a plus-175 underdog. And, uh, you know, Darren is known for being a, just a tough fucking dude, man, that, that takes a beating and keeps on coming. And, you know, he's known for his wrestling and relentless pace. And, you know, sometimes he wins fights that he shouldn't, man. You know, guys gas themselves out trying to put him away. And, you know, he ends up getting his wrestling going. You know, he's almost 40 years old now. Uh, seven wins by knockout, seven wins by submission. But he just never stops coming at you unless you knock him out. And he cuts very easily, which is a bad look for the judges. He's always bleeding, you know, always beating up real bad. Uh, he got beat by Jonathan Pierce his last time out, but that's really no surprise. Jonathan Pierce is very good. He's on a roll right now. Um, you know, the guys that have beaten Darren lately have been real tough guys. You know, Cub Swanson. Um, who else has beat him recently? Um, Derek. Oh, he beat Derek Minner. <laughs> Cub Swanson, uh, Jonathan Pierce. I mean, he's been fighting some decent guys. And uh, I guess... Yeah, let's look at his record real quick because I'm in, now. Now that I've been talking about this, uh, he did lose four fights in a row. Uh, I thought he was done at that point. You know, he lost to Nate Landwehr, Ryan Hall, Ricardo Lamas. Uh, he lost to Volkanovski. No surprise there. Uh, but he does have some decent wins. He's got a win over Michael Johnson, Dennis Berbunez, uh, Mursad Bektik, um, Jeremy Stevens. He lost to Jeremy Stevens. He's fought a lot of tough competition. He's been around a long time, man. So. Uh, very experienced and uh, great takedowns, man. He's he's very good at at grabbing the body lock from behind and hopping on the back while guys are still standing up. Sometimes and he pulls them down into into it, you know. Um, as he pulls them down backwards, he wraps his legs around and gets the back. You know, it's pretty sneaky, pretty good little trick that he does. 
Uh, great jiu-jitsu, man. I wouldn't say he's a great striker. More so, he's just kind of unpredictable and gives guys a lot to think about. Um, you know, but these guys are kind of similar in that, that at times they both impress me and then, and you know, they'll, come, they'll have a good fight and impress me and then they'll come out and have a really shitty, you know, performance the next time out, um, especially TJ Brown. I mean, I've gone back and forth on him a lot. And uh, But Elkin's best weapons are his pressure, nonstop takedown attempts, and he has very good uh, hand control, you know, wrist control, and, and very strong body locks. And if he can get that going here, he could definitely win this fight. So he's taking on TJ Brown. He's 33 years old. 5'9 with a 72-inch reach. He's going to have a 1-inch reach advantage. And he's a 17... Oh, he's also... Uh, that's funny. TJ Brown is... He's 17-10, and 10 and Darren Elkins is 17-10 and 10 in the UFC. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Uh, TJ Brown's 17-10 and 10 and 3-4 and four in the UFC, and he's a minus 215 favorite. Yeah, so TJ should win this fight, man. He's the younger guy and all that. Um, he's, he has dangerous submissions, you know, 10 wins by submission, 4 wins by knockout. Uh, TJ impressed me in the Eric Silva fight and then turns around and looks horrible against Bill Algio. Um, but he did have his moments in that fight, though, as well. So um, he was landing some good shots. You know, for at, at, at the beginning of the fight, he looked pretty good. Um, he pushes a good pace as well, man. He may be the better striker out of these two guys, but I do think the grappling is going to go to Elkins and the wrestling. Uh, yeah, and so, I mean... TJ striking looked real good, you know, and, and he's made lots of improvements. Um, but ultimately, he got out grappled by Algio, man. And the same thing happened in the uh, Norman Becke fight. So I think if those guys can out wrestle Brown, Elkins might be able to as well. Um, Brown does have all the skills. He looks great sometimes, dude, but he just he needs to put them all together. So I can never be too confident, you know, in picking him or whatever because we just kind of never know what we're going to get. But I could really see this fight going either way and. In ways, this fight is kind of a favorable matchup for each of these guys. But uh, if TJ can keep it on the feet, he can win this fight. But if Elkins gets his wrestling going, you know, Brown may be screwed. And he may wear on Brown and get him tired and get a submission. Um, I feel like I'm going to look like an idiot no matter which person I pick in this fight. And so uh, I want to take – I want I, I, I kind of think TJ Brown's going to win, but I'm so not confident in that that I want to pick Elkins. Um because this is one of those fights where Elkins could pull it out and get the win, man. So, um, man. I was going to go with Elkins originally, man. If he can get his wrestling going. I'm, I'm going to pick TJ Brown. <laughs> I just can't. Man, I kind of want to pick Elkins. Now, I'll go with TJ Brown. Um. I'll take him to win by a, uh... no, yeah, sorry, I can't make my mind up, <laughs> uh, I'll take, man, I'm going to take TJ Brown to win uh, by decision, yeah, not super confident in that though, originally I had made my mind up and was going to go with Elkins, just because he was the underdog and the value was on him more so than it was, um, more so than it was Brown. But, you know, TJ did look very good you know, at the beginning of the Bill Algeo fight. He was landing a lot of good shots. He rocked Algeo several times. Um, so as long as he can keep it on the feet, I think he can beat Darren. So, And next up, we got Ashley Yoder taking on Emily Ducate. And, uh, yeah, Ashley Yoder. <clears throat> so um, she's 35 years old, 5'7", with a 69.5-inch reach. She is eight and eight, and three and seven in the UFC, and she's a plus two thirty five underdog. 
she's never been finished. All of her losses have been by decision. Uh, she's never won a fight by knockout, but has won four fights by submission. Um, she hasn't fought in over two years, hasn't won a fight in almost three years. Um, she's going to have a pretty big height and reach advantage here. Something, the only thing she really does have going for her, uh, she's going to have a six and a half inch reach advantage, uh, which does worry me a little bit because, you know, sometimes you pick a fight and then you see the fighters in the cage together and see the size difference and you feel dumb for picking the, you know, against the size advantage. But, uh, you know, most of Yoder's wins have been against girls that have struggled to get wins in the UFC or never got wins in the UFC. And it has been said that she has decent wrestling. It's just, you know, you don't see her winning any fights, so it's hard to agree with with her having good wrestling. Um, she has good head and arm throws for sure. I've, she's, I've seen her do quite a few of those uh, in the fights that I watched. Um, if she's going to win this fight, she's going to want to use her grappling. She'll need to get the takedowns, but I really have a hard time seeing her getting the victory here. You know, although she is very tough, but, you know, never been finished. But uh, I think she's, you know, pretty much at the end of her career now. So uh, she's taking on Emily Ducate. She's 29 years old, 5'2", with a 63-inch reach. She is 12-8 and eight and 1-2 and two in the UFC, and she's a minus 300 favorite. And yeah, she made her debut against uh, Jessica Penne on short notice and won that fight pretty dominantly. I impressed a lot of people with that. So they immediately started throwing her in with real tough competition. You know, she lost to Angie Hill, who's one of my favorite fighters and a very talented Muay Thai striker. Um, and Lapita Godinez, who's on a good run right now and has looked kind of unstoppable. So uh, no shame in those losses at all. And, you know, she gave a good account of herself in the in the Godinez fight as a, as a big underdog, man. She, you know, she didn't get finished. Um, you know, she... she she was able to keep it, you know, kind of competitive. But uh, she has real nice boxing, three wins by knockout, four wins by submission. She fought over in Bellator for a long time uh, before the UFC. And she's she's well-rounded, man. Nice calf kicks, great counter-striker. Just kind of picks up the pace slowly as the fight goes on, man. Really wears on her opponents. And, uh, you know, when the fight is going her way, she definitely has a lot of success with the pressure and the calf kicks. Um, I think Ducate is going to be better everywhere here, man. She's been more active. She's faced the tougher competition. And I'm expecting her to get the win here, but I don't, I don't think she's going to get a finish. Yoder's never been finished, uh, but I do think she'll win by decision. So I'm taking Ducati by decision. Next up, we got Arena Alexiva taking on Melissa Dixon. And Alexiva is 33 years old, 5'8", with a 66-inch reach. She is 5-1 and 1-0 and in the UFC and uh, plus 120 underdog. Yeah, so going into her last fight against Stephanie Egger, man, I watched the tape and I didn't see anything I really found impressive. Um, I was able to find out that she's a three-time Sambo champion, apparently has a judo background as well. Uh, but being honest, man, what I saw in her fights, you know, was kind of, you know, pretty low-level looking stuff, you know, from her and her opponents she was facing. Uh, she was making a lot of mistakes in her stand-up. She was kind of following her opponents rather than cutting off the cage. Uh, she was basically being led into punches pretty much. Um, so... You know, I thought there's no way she's going to beat Egger, but, you know, she uh, she missed weight badly for that fight by four pounds, so I don't even know if she'll be able to make weight here, but she's pretty big and strong, man. Her striking doesn't look very good. You know, she just kind of throws and throws wild punches and brawls, you know, and does have a pretty good ground game. Uh, no technique in her stand-up, though, was what was my, you know, immediately you know, immediate reaction to her, her fight with, with Egger. She was just kind of winging punches. Um and I don't know, man, that fight was kind of weird to me because, you know, Stephanie Egger tapped before the leg was even extended all the way. And uh, it was just kind of a, a, a fishy situation for me, man, there. I kind of thought maybe she threw the fight or something. But, you know, 
maybe not, maybe not, you know, but either way, I was, I was definitely impressed that Alexiva was able to go out and do that, uh, considering what I saw on the tape, you know, for other fights. So she made a lot of improvements in the time she was out, you know, there was, yeah, it was quite a while, man. She was out for over a year, you know, between that fight, her last fight before Edgar and that fight. So made a lot of improvements, but, um, she's taking on Melissa Dixon. She is 32 years old, 5'7". We don't have a reach on her yet. Um, she is 5-0, and and this is going to be her UFC debut. And she's a minus-140 favorite. Um, she has a lot of amateur experience as well, man, and so her record's not quite as small as, as you know, it, it looks. Um, very nice boxing, really quick hands. She's, she finished a 7-0 and fighter in her last fight, which is pretty impressive. Um, she's going to have the advantage on the feet for sure here with the striking. Uh, they're both pretty powerful. I'm not sure who's going to have the advantage with the power, but Alexiva will probably have the you know the better wrestling and grappling uh, with the Sambo background and the Judo background. Um, I like Dixon, man. I want her to win this fight. She's fun to watch. Uh, I'm just not fully confident in her takedown defense and her grappling from what I've seen because uh, she hasn't fought you know the most very tough competition yet. Um, Dixon hasn't uh, hasn't been submitted even as an amateur, so there's that. Uh, it's kind of a hard pick for me based on how little we've seen out of these two against good competition. Um, I want Dixon to win, but my brain tells me to take Alexiva with her grappling advantage. Um, but if she has a bad weight cut, it may affect her performance. You know, I, we just don't know. Um, you know, but at least Alexiva has a win in the UFC. You know, already even if it even if she did look super sloppy on the feet. Um, I guess I'm I'm gonna go with the uh, with the value pick here and take the underdog and go with Alexiva. Um, to win by, to win by submission, maybe. And I, uh, I don't know, man. This is a hard, hard pick as well for me. Yeah, I'm gonna take the value on the underdog and Alexiva in this one. Uh, th I might not even include this fight in my parlays because I'm not super confident in it. But um, I'll take Alexiva to win by submission, uh, round, round two. Next up, we got Edgar Chárez taking on Daniel Lacerda again. <laughs> Sorry, I got to scroll up on my notes. They switched this fight around. It was like the first fight on the card originally. Um, so yeah, Edgar Chárez is 27 years old, five uh, seven with a 72 inch reach. She or he is 10 and five and oh uh, one and one and oh one and one no contest in the UFC. Sorry, can't talk today. Uh, Chárez is minus 300 favorite. And, uh, yeah, this guy made his debut against Tiara, you know, got out grappled like everybody does against Tiara. Um, Edgar's going to have a two-inch reach advantage in this fight, four wins by knockout, six wins by submission. Uh, he's never been knocked out, but he has been submitted twice. He's a big flyweight, heavy hands, good boxing, nice leg kicks. Uh, does eat a lot of calf kicks, you know, and wasn't checking him very well in the Tiara fight, but was, I think he's worked on it. Um, he was making a lot of mistakes in the Tiara fight. He kept jumping on guillotines that he wasn't going to get. But, you know, if he hadn't been fighting Tiara, he may have had success with those with those submission attempts, but he was kind of wasting his time doing that against Tiara. Um, you know, he lost his fight on the Contender Series to Clayton Carpenter. You know, his weaknesses in his fights have been his grappling and takedown defense. Um, has had trouble getting up once he's taken down. But once again, you know, Tiara's a very good grappler. Uh, you know, and this is going to be a rematch from the fight that, you know, Charwitz was winning that fight pretty dominantly, and he had a choke in, and the ref stopped it thinking Lacerda was, was out, and he wasn't. Um, I don't expect Lacerda to be trying to wrestle, nor do I think his wrestling is good enough to keep Chárez down. Uh, I expect Chárez to have the, the cardio advantage, which will probably play a big role in this fight since Lacerda has you know notoriously bad cardio. Um, from what we saw in the last fight, Chárez seemed to be having success on the feet as well. 
Uh, so yeah, <laughs> and he's t- taking on Daniel Lacerda, 27 years old, five uh, six with a 70 inch reach. He is 11 and five and 04 and one in the UFC. He's a plus 235 underdog. So yeah, whether anybody wants to admit it or not, Lacerda is a pretty good fighter. You know, he's very exciting. He does the same thing every time. He comes out and has success, hurts guys, and puts everything he has into trying to finish them until he gasses out and it costs him. Um, if he wasn't a very exciting fighter, he wouldn't be getting another shot after being finished four times in a row and then having a you know no contest and as well. So they obviously see something in them that they want to keep around. Otherwise, they wouldn't keep giving him shots. Um, he does have all the skills, man. He just needs to work on the cardio and pace himself a little bit, which he did look like he was trying to do that um, in the last fight, even though it didn't get very far. But you know, he he almost finished his last two opponents. Well, not his last. He almost finished Jeff Molina. Uh, and Victor Altamirano, or no, C.J. Verga and Victor Altamirano. He hurt them both bad at the beginning of the fight and and uh, tired himself out. But he does have a, um, and he's very powerful, good submissions. You know, all all, and his takedowns and stuff is is pretty decent, man. I just, I just think he doesn't wrestle because you know the cardio issue, man. I think he does have the grappling and stuff that that um that could hold up and that could do do a lot. But I, it's just that cardio, man. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> you know he uses his calf, kick, calf kicks very well his gas tank you know it's his gas tank's just terrible guys i can't say it enough that's the only thing is like i I want him to win i want to see him do well i'd like to see him get a win in the ufc um you know i could see him snatching up you know getting a quick finish or something something crazy because he does do that a lot he does land big shots early on um but man i just can't go with him you know with his cardio being the way it has and from what we saw in the last fight as well, Charas seemed to be doing, you know, winning the fight. So um, I definitely got to go with Charas. I'm going to take him to win by second round uh, KO. But man, if Lacerda ever does, you know, fix that cardio situation, uh, he could he could really be a killer, man. You know, he's he has he has had his moments and looked very impressive in some of these fights. And I think he hurt Jeff Molina too at the beginning of that fight. So there's obviously some talent there, and maybe one day we'll get to see it. And maybe we'll see him get a win one day, but I don't think this is going to be that time. Next up, we got Christian Rodriguez taking on Cameron Saman. And uh, this is a fight that it's going to be a good fight. It's good matchmaking. I, ha- I like both these guys a whole lot, so I hate having to, to pick against one of them. Um, Christian Rodriguez is he's 25 years old, uh, 5'7", with a 71-inch reach. He is 9-1 and 2-1 and and in the UFC. He's a minus 154 favorite. And, uh, yeah, Rodriguez has three wins by knockout, four wins by submission. Uh, I guess there's a lot of hype on Rodriguez because he beat, you know, Raul Rosas Jr. But I'm not one of the people who's very high on Rosas Jr. Uh, never have been. I picked Rodriguez to win that fight. Um, you know, and even though he had a bad first round, you know, he stayed calm and was able to showcase his own wrestling and take down defense in the second and third round. Uh, he's not very good. He's not bad on the feet at all, man. He's got pretty good boxing. Um, even though I do believe that Saman has the clear advantage on the feet, um, you know, Rodriguez made his fight up a, a weight class, you know, and just kind of, it was up against Jonathan Pierce and he just kind of got out wrestled by a bigger guy. Um, Rodriguez will want to use his wrestling in this fight. I believe, you know, try to get Saman down. Um, yeah, Rodriguez going to have a four inch reach advantage in this fight, but I don't think he should stay on the feet with, with Cameron, man. Uh, you know, Rodriguez has nice sweeps, good body lock takedowns, nice power in his hands. And pretty good boxing, but Saman just throws such a wide variety of strikes that I don't I don't see it being competitive on the feet. Um, 
Rodriguez has good cardio, man. It holds up very well. He did miss weight in his last fight by by a little bit. So keep an eye on that if you're if you're putting money on him. Uh, just make sure he has a decent weight cut. Uh, and he's taking on Cameron Saman. He is 22 years old, uh, 5'8 with a 67-inch reach. He is 9-0 and 3-0 and in the UFC, and he's a plus-130 underdog. And uh, I didn't like this guy at first, man, but he's really grown on me. Um, he has six wins by knockout, one win by submission. Uh, he's an amazing kickboxer. You know, he's young. He's always improving. He's looked better every time we've seen him. Uh, we saw him use his grappling very well in his last fight, man. Good, you know, good sweeps and all that. Was able to reverse position and wind up on top and win via ground and pound. Uh, he uses good teep kicks, those hard kicks to all levels, really beats up the calves and the legs of his opponents. Uh, nice front kicks up the middle. He throws a wide variety of strikes, like I said. Um, altogether, including his amateur career right now, he's on a 14-fight win streak. So that's very impressive for such a young guy. And uh, very fast and accurate, nice striking defense for the most part. Uh, not a lot of wind-up on his shots, man. He doesn't telegraph his shots at all or, or overthrow or overcommit you know, on his, on his punches and kicks. Um, like I said, on the feet, he's got, I think he's you know, got a clear advantage in this fight, man. And I can't say enough good things about his striking. Uh, he mixes his attacks up very well, goes to the legs and the body. Um, just as much, if not if not more, you know, than he goes to the head with the strikes. So uh, he has a very nasty guillotine choke. He uses it to sweep a lot and get up on. You know, that's I think he used that on uh, Terrence uh, Terrence Mitchell. He grabbed the guillotine and was able to sweep and and you know get off the get out of a bad position with that. Um, aggressive off of his back, man. Seems to be dangerous with his jujitsu. Uh, he's a South African K1 kickboxing champion as well. Um, this fight really just comes down to, man, if, if Samen can keep it on the feet or not to me. And I'm going to say that he can, and I'm going to say that he's going to win this fight on damage. And uh, I don't see him finishing Christian Rodriguez. I, I do think Samen will win by uh, by decision. But uh, this is going to be a good fight, man. And uh, it sucks that one of these guys is going to lose. <laughs> Sorry today. I am just out of it. <laughs> Can't talk right. I apologize. Uh, next up, we got Michelle Pereira taking on Mark Andre Burial. And uh, Pereira is 30 years old, uh, 6'1 with a 73 inch reach. He is 28 and 11 and 6 and 2 in the UFC. And this fight is a it was a pickle, man. I think some money has came in, and I think uh, Andre Burial is actually a slight underdog now, like a plus 108 or something like that. Uh, but yeah, Pereira's got 10 wins by knockout, six wins by submission. Um, he's on a five fight win streak. You know we. We've seen him. We've seen him struggle at times, man. Like in the Nico Price fight, where he was getting destroyed by Price in the third round. Um, his cardio has looked questionable at times, and his his last win was a split decision win over Ponzinibbio, Santiago Ponzinibbio. Um, but he's going to be moving up to middleweight here, man. And I, I'm not sure if it's a good or a bad thing. You know, he was a big welterweight, and that really helped him out a lot at 170. Um, there's no telling how he's going to look at you know 185 with with guys that are more his size, man. And he does show a 94% takedown defense, according to UFC.com. Um, hasn't really gotten any finishes lately, man. I mean, it's been been quite a while. Uh, you know, it's kind of that crazy Capoeira style. You know, lots of big movements and spinning attacks, jumping attacks. Uh, very heavy hands, man. And like I said, his cardio has not looked good. Um, he seemed to be pacing himself a little bit better, but he definitely was slowed down in the Ponzinibbio fight. Uh, you know, at times, you know, he just... He has nice footwork. He moves laterally a lot. You know, a lot of very good at creating angles. You know, very unpredictable. Um, you know, always bouncing and moving around, and just kind of just kind of stays out of the way of the big shots for the most part. Um, which probably is a reason that that you know he 
has a little bit of issue with cardio because of all the bouncing and moving around he does the entire fight. Um, and he also struggles a bit when guys are constantly pressuring him. And it kind of seems like no matter how much he paces himself, you know, he gets pretty tired anyway. Uh, maybe that's why he's moving up to 185. I'm, I'm not really sure. You know, it doesn't completely make sense to me why he's moving up to 185 because, you know, with his last fight, he just got himself into the top 15 at welterweight. So it's weird that he's moving up a weight class. And I don't know, but and he throws real tricky kicks, man, and, and knees. He gets He's really good with his knees in close. Um, very explosive, very athletic, man, and... This is a crazy fight because, I mean, this we just don't know what he's going to look like at 185. So, and He's taking on Marc-Andre Berriold. He's 33 years old, 6'1", with a 74-inch reach. He is 16-6 and 6 and 5-5 uh, and five and five in the UFC. And like I said, it was a pick but he's I think money's came in on Pereira and Andre Berriold, so I'm like a plus 108 right now. Um, Mark had a bit of a rough start to his UFC career, man, but he seems to have turned a corner. Um, I've had money on him in his last two fights. Uh, he's got 10 wins by knockout, one win by submission. Uh, he's going to have a one-inch reach advantage. And, you know, Pereira is very good. It's hard to pick against him. But in some ways, you know, Barry Alt's style is kind of tailor-made to beat a guy like like Pereira. And, um, you know, Barry Alt's best weapons, you know, is cardio, is pressure. Um, he fights very well in the clinch. You know, he'll keep guys up against the cage and just wear on them with dirty boxing and elbows and just keep – keep them defending takedowns and constantly working, and he can do it for three rounds, man, and really wears on guys. Um, he doesn't have the best striking out in the open. You know, Pereira will have the advantage there for sure, uh, but if he does get in the clinch, if he does get Pereira up against the cage, um, he throws nice little uppercuts in close. Man, he really just swarms on guys, especially in – he throws really nasty long combinations up against the fence, especially when he has guys hurt. Um, the way I see it, either Pereira gets a knockout in the first couple minutes or Barry Alt takes over and wins the last two rounds. Um, anything could happen. Pereira's a very talented fighter, man. If his cardio didn't suck, I would definitely pick him here. Uh, but if Barry Alt can get his his game plan going, if he can fight the way he fights, um, he's definitely going to win. So um, either Pereira gets an early knockout or Barry Alt takes over and either gets a late finish or, or wins by decision. So I, I'm going to take Barry Alt to win by decision because Pereira's pretty tough. Next up, we got Jonathan Martinez taking on Adrian Yanez. This is a... Another fight that sucks that one of these guys is going to lose. I'm a very big fan of both of these guys. You know, they're both fighting out of Texas. So, and Jonathan Martinez is 29 years old, 5'8", with a 69.5-inch reach. He is 18-4 and 9-3 and and in the UFC. And uh, this fight was pretty much a pick minus minus 110 on both these guys. Um, I did catch Jonathan Martinez last week at the beginning of the week at plus 100 for some parlays. Um so it was a little bit better price, but I, that was a that was a three fight or a three card parlay that I had made from uh, the Fazeev card, uh, this weekend's card, and this card, um, UFC Vegas eighty and eighty one that I got them at a plus one hundred on. Um, couldn't pass that up. So I'm a big fan of both these guys. Like I said, in, in my opinion, Martinez has fought the way tougher competition and has the better wins out of these two. Um, he has eight wins by knockout, two wins by submission. He's got good submission defense. He's never been submitted. Uh, very nasty leg kicks, man. Him and Chris Gutierrez both have you know just crazy leg kicks and have finished guys with leg kicks. Um, he looks better every time we've seen him, man. And his last win was over uh, Said Nurmagomedov, which is really impressive. It was a very close fight, man. I think it could have gone either way, but Martinez got the win. Um, really showed us how good he really is, man, because you know Nurmagomedov is very good. Uh, not very many people thought he was going to win that fight, I don't think. But uh, he's on a five-fight win streak right now. 
Um, really fast, smooth combinations, nasty kicks to the body, just great kickboxing all around, good footwork, uh, nice striking defense. Um, I think he's the more well-rounded fighter out of these two, man. I think he has the better kicks, and if he wanted to, I think he would probably have the better grappling. Uh, but just because we haven't seen as much of that from Jan as yet, um, you know, Martinez stays very calm, man, and he's that's how he was defending all those chokes in his last fight, man. He just stayed super, stayed super calm and uh, was able to defend those chokes from Nurmagomedov. And uh, he's got great cardio, man, and he pushes a really good pace. And this is going to be an interesting fight, man, because uh, both these guys are very talented strikers. And he's taking on Adrian Yanez. He's 29 years old, 5'7", with a 70-inch reach. He is 16-4 and 5-1 and and in the UFC. Like I said, minus 110 on both these guys. Um Big fan of Yanez, man, and, and Yanez has great boxing, 10 wins by knockout, 2 wins by submission, uh, but besides the uh, gravy, the gravy, Davy Grant fight, uh, which a lot of people thought Yanez could have lost that fight, you know, it was very close, um, all his wins in the UFC have been over guys that, not the best competition, man, uh, guys that, you know, have it, haven't, haven't stayed in the UFC or couldn't get wins in the UFC, Tony Kelly, I think, had, you know, one or two wins in the UFC, uh, Randy Costa, Got knocked out several times, and I don't think he's in the UFC anymore. Um, and Gustavo Lopez didn't make it in the UFC. Uh, so there's that to think about. But, um, you know, it's kind of a really big jump up in competition to go from fighting Tony Kelly to, you know, Rob Font. So it kind of showed, you know, a little bit. Man, maybe he maybe he should have gotten a few more fights, you know, before that. Um, just a super big jump in competition, man. But, you know, that being said, man, you know, Giannis is very good, very powerful, nice head movement. Um, up until his last fight, nice head, you know, nice head movement, but, you know, nice counters, real good at moving in and out of the pocket, very good at making the reads and adjustments, you know, to put out, put out a lot of volume, man, and very accurate, and, you know, this fight could go either way, man, I'm going to be going with Martinez to win, I'm um, taking a win by decision, but I wouldn't be surprised if Yanez won either, I do agree with the line on this being a pick'em, um, yeah, I won't be betting this one straight up, but it is mixing some parlays. But I'm going to take Martinez to win by decision. He's very good at kind of staying on the outside and outpointing guys. So we shall see, man. And here's the co-main event. Uh, Jennifer Maya taking on Viviani Arruyo. And Jennifer Maya is 35 years old, 5'4", with a 64-inch reach. She is 21-9-1 and 6-5 and in the UFC, and she's a minus-150 favorite. Um, I think she's actually a minus 155 now, last time I checked. Uh, Maya's been around for, you know, the top of the division for quite a while. Um, she's fought for the title before. She has three wins by knockout, six wins by submission. She's very well-rounded. Uh, you know, she used to compete in Muay Thai competitions and stuff like that. She does have dangerous submissions. Um, you know, even though she's only had one finish in the UFC, uh, she has looked very good, man. She beat a really tough 9-0 fighter in her last fight. Um, who was that, Casey O'Neill? Yeah, Casey O'Neill. Um who's very tough, man. And she won that fight everywhere, man. Everywhere the fight went, you know, she was throwing more than one punch at a time. Almost every single time she engaged, um, she kept throwing the jab, the jab uppercut left hook combination. She was landing a lot with that. Uh, she outvolumed her opponent, man, and was using nice side to side movement. She never stood still in front of her opponent to be hit. And if she stopped moving her feet, she was moving her head, dipping it off to one side or the other, man. She looked very good. Uh, great cardio. She was rolling with punch as well. Um, she looked better than, than ever, really, you know, I was really impressed and I thought O'Neill was going to win that fight. So, uh, you know, which is cool to see, you know, late in, in Maya's career, man. And, uh, if she comes in and she looks like that in this fight, I think she can definitely get the win here. Um, and she's taking on Viviana Arruyo. She is 36 years old, five, four with a 68 inch reach. She's going to have a four inch reach advantage. 
Uh, she's 11 and five and five and four in the UFC, and she's a plus 123 underdog. And I find it a little weird that Maya, who's on a two-fight win streak, um, is fighting Arroyo, who's lost, you know, her last two. Um, you know, maybe Maya just wanted to fight and took the, took the fight with whoever or whatever. But uh, Arroyo has three wins by knockout, four wins by submission. Um, honestly, not really any super impressive wins on her record in the UFC. Um, her best win is over Andrea Lee, and uh, Lee almost knocked her out in the first round. Uh, caught her with a good punch and dropped her. Uh, she is super tough, though, man. Nice Muay Thai. You know, she may have the bet, the uh, she may have the power advantage in this fight between these two. Uh, great cat kick, uh, great calf kick. Sorry, I cannot talk today. Um, she struggled with the grappling in her last fight. She's never been submitted, but she did get controlled. Uh, she got controlled by the, the majority of the fight in her last fight, and that's how um, did she get submitted? No, she didn't get submitted. It was by decision. Um, but yeah, she got controlled on the ground quite a bit by Amanda Rebus. Um, and and she she usually does pretty well early and just kind of fades as the fight goes on man and and uh you know she is very good man i just think maya is is better everywhere here and uh yeah i'm going to be taking maya to win by decision that's cuz maya's only finished one person in the ufc um out of nine fights so yeah maya by decision we've got the main event Sadiq Yusuf taking on Edson Barboza uh, Sadiq Yusuf is 30 years old, 5'9 with a 71 inch reach. He is 13 and 2 and 13 and 2 and 6 and 1 in the UFC. He's a minus 175 favorite. He's got six wins by knockout, one best, one win by submission. Um, his only loss in the UFC was to Arnold Allen, who's very good man. Uh, Arnold Allen's a very tough guy. Um, you know, Sadiq's got very good... He's a very good striker, man. You know, he's younger. If he has any weaknesses, it would be really against good grapplers or wrestlers. But for the most part, he's got a very good very good Muay Thai striking, man. And he hasn't really fought anyone that's been able to get him down or keep him down. Uh, we haven't seen him go five rounds before, so that's something to think about here. But I'm pretty sure by the way he looks in three-round fights that he could do the five rounds pretty easily. Um, yeah, just a very talented striker, man. And even though... Let's take a look at his record. You know, his last win was over Don Shanus, who was making his UFC debut, and he just he was went out there and just showed that he's a you know very talented UFC veteran. That you know he went out there and got a choke and in the first round pretty easily. Um, before that, he fought Alex Caceres, um, lost Arnold Allen, he beat Andre Philly, Gabriel Benitez, Shimon uh, Shimon Morais, um, Mike Davis on the Contender Series. So yeah, I mean he's on a good run. Uh, you know, obviously the toughest guy he's fought, Arnold Allen. Um, yeah, I guess his record doesn't look quite as good whenever you look at all the, you know, his win streak here. Andre Feely's very tough. That's a good win. Uh, Gabriel Benitez is, was, you know, he's towards the end of his career. I don't know, man. So he is tough, man. He's looked very good, man. And the uh, the Arnold Allen fight was a very close fight. Um, he's taking on Edson Barboza. He is 37 years old, 5'11", with a 75-inch reach. He is 23 and 11 and 17 and 11 in the UFC. He's a plus 145 underdog. He's got 13 wins by knockout, two wins by submission. Uh, he's one of my favorite fighters of all time, man. He's he's coming off a nice jump and knee knockout of Billy Quarantillo. Um, he does have a shot to win this fight because this is a fight that's going to play out on the feet, man. Both these guys are strikers. Um, I do want Barboza to win this fight, but man, I've really got to go with Yusuf, man, because uh, you know, Barboza's cardio, you know, after the first two rounds just hasn't looked very good down at this weight class to me anyway. Um, he may have success early, man. If he could get a quick knockout, he could definitely win this fight. I would love to see that. 
Um, but I do think Yusuf will take over, you know, in the last three rounds for sure, and, or possibly get a late finish, but I hope not. But I'm going to be picking Yusuf to get the win. Uh, I'll take him to win by decision, but I would definitely be happy if uh, if Edson Barboza got the win here. And uh, that's it as far as the picks go, guys. And I'm, once again, sorry for being completely out of it today, but... Um, yeah, I work a lot, man. I work construction, so I don't have time to go through and do all the video editing and stuff like that. Uh, so I kind of just got to do this all in one shot and get it out. Um, so sometimes I might be a little out of it, and I apologize. Uh, so as far as single plays on this card, or yeah, I got a I got a play on Cameron Saman at plus one thirty. It's a half unit play, not too much on it. And then I've got a two fight parlay of Charez and Ducati. It's a minus one fifteen. Uh, Minus one fifteen, and it's a one unit play. So not very much on this card, man. There's a lot, a lot of fights on this card that I'm not super, super confident in. Uh, not a lot of fights that I really want to attack. I mean, I guess honestly, normally I would say I probably should have bet Sadiq Yusuf, but I don't like betting against one of my favorite fighters of all time. So, <laughs> but uh, as far as that goes, then there's my I got my parlays here, which there's not that many fights on this card. So I think there's only like ten fights on this card, or maybe eleven now. Um, as far as my first parlay, I got Charez, Ducati, and Saman. Uh, that's a plus three hundred five, and then I added, I added, um, I added Martinez and Barrialt uh, to that, and that's a plus fifteen hundred. And then I added, then I added Maya and Yusuf to that, so it's a seven fight parlay. I didn't put them all on here, and that's a plus four thousand and forty five. Um, I probably will be. Um, I probably will be adding, you know, Chris Gutierrez to one and, you know, doing a Hail Mary, you know, closer to the fight when they add it. But as far as, as far as, um, you know, what I wanted to mess with, this is pretty much it on this card. So, uh, and y'all know I don't ever put too much on these big parlays and for like 50 bucks or on each one or whatever. So, but yeah, man, that's, uh, that's it for me this week, guys. And I do apologize once again for being a little bit out of it today. Um, but I like to get these videos out early for you guys. I like to get help y'all get on the lines early and and whatnot. So, man, uh, I really do appreciate all you guys. Please like and subscribe. Uh, thank you all for caring for what, about what I have to say. And uh, y'all have a good one, man. I'm out of here.